name is Kevin Sanders, and this is my podcast from Cancer to Courage. And uh, this is podcast number nine. This is Captain Dario on the other other line here. Say hello. <laughs> hello, Kevin Sanders. Ahoy there, mate. How are you doing tonight, good friend? Your good friend's doing pretty good. And you know why? <laughs> why is that? You know why, Kevin? Because uh, I've, I've learned to be a good techie. You, know? <laughs> you have come a long ways. I, uh, yeah, I totally yeah, agree. No. <laughs> After last week, I was going to throw in the towel, you know, take my toys and go home. Yeah. Last <laughs> recording was uh, quite challenging. It was quite, quite. And I think because uh, with this whole coronavirus, uh, a.k.a. the clap, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's forcing us to um, record in two different locations. Yep, yep. But it's forcing me to learn the PC. Yes, you're very good, good with the phone. But the PC yeah. still baffles you. Oh man, you know, Kevin, I'm older than you are, man. I mean, <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, I'm uh, taking Geritol, and you're taking Flintstone vitamins. Yes, uh, <laughs> I love Flintstone vitamins when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, there, you're still taking them. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> All right, we'll go over the recap of podcast number eight. Um, yeah. Basically, we talked about. Uh, the vanity, um, like me losing my hair and um, just feeling like I didn't fit in, um, uh, being a young man and losing your hair when I thought hair was everything to my, my personality. And um, if spinal fluid can regenerate or regrow and um, said it could, it um, said it regrew, um, it was like 100%. What was it? Every couple days? Your hair grew that long? That no, much? the spinal fluid. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I, I was like, hook me up. You know, I want to be look like look like a Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> and we also talked. Samson. <laughs> <laughs> we also talked about how much tumor, how much tumor they took out. Yeah. And uh, so I also um, I left out last in the last pod, um, just basically saying that um, fear is a lack of knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I would just like to educate people at least, uh, to what cancer chemo and radiation is and an understanding into my life and what I've learned and what I've gone through. Every person's story is different. Um, but I thought I wanted to get my story out there so people could learn. So the more you learn about cancer chemo and radiation, the less fear you have and mm. the less sick you will get because fear, stress, and anxiety, it causes your immune system to drop. Right. So that was uh, that was pod eight. Okay, right on for that. You have to recap. Um, Kevin's doing my job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my job, Kevin Sanders. It's my job for the recap. <laughs> next time, Dario. Next time. Okay, baby. Hey, listen. So you talked about um, a lack of knowledge. What do you mean by that? So I guess when people don't know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. they have these uh, big question marks. Uh, when they aren't right. sure of the future, or they get nervous and fearful. It's like mm -hmm. uh, it's like it's basically like jumping out of a plane. If you know nothing about it, you think you're gonna die. If you yeah. if you start to do research or I don't know, see that uh, people don't die jumping out of planes is mainly just I would. ankle I injuries. Would. Oh yeah, you you would find a way. <laughs> no, I, mean, you know, I never jumped out of a plane. I mean, I get sick on the apparatus. Apparatus? What is apparatus? What? Oh my God! I'm, I'm the so jungle young. gym, Kevin. <laughs> well, the jungle gym. <laughs> Playground. When was the last time you were in a jungle gym? When I was in the jungle, I guess. Oh, 
okay, bad joke. <laughs> you know, this is not Vegas, right? Yeah. I'll try the veil. Anyway, yeah. listen. So, <laughs> yeah. so Kevin, you jumped out of a plane, huh? Yeah, I was like, I don't know, I was just saying that um, you'll see that, you know, if you jump out of a plane, you'll see that many, like most of the people don't die and it's safer than you think it is. And the only the only injuries you would get are like from ankle injuries and it's really not that dangerous. Okay. Really? Yeah. It's, well, maybe that's a bad example because your, your body reacts the same mm-hmm. every time you jump out of the plane, whether you're first time, 10th time. Yeah. Well, here's one. Here's one. Since you're a plane jumper outer, outer, mm-hmm. did it make you nausage? Did you did you like throwing up? <laughs> you got nausage? <laughs> nausage? I had, I had two glasses of wine. Did, did it make you like sausage? <laughs> yeah, just like just blubbery jello jumping out of a plane. Well, I've jumped out of a plane like four times. Nausage. <laughs> that's that's a five dollar word. Nausage. Yeah. Jumping out of a plane four times, Dario. You hear that? Okay. Yeah, four times, Kevin. Four times. Yeah. It's the best adrenaline you're ever going to get in your life. I bet. Well, really? Yeah. Hmm. And then you asked me if I was a snossage, if I jumped. If you were snossage. If you were snossage, yeah? Yeah. That's, that's, that's after the glass of wine. Let's, let's break it down for those listeners who doesn't know what snossage means. Did you feel like you don't throw up? Um, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Um, it's one thing that's kind of crazy about mm. jumping out of a plane is like, you feel really, really, really scared, and then you jump out, and uh, how your body snossage, yeah, snossage all the way to the ground. Wow, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and the only way your body knows you're falling um, is yeah. because it's comparing to what's around you. And as soon as the plane disappears from mm. from out of view, you don't feel like you're falling anymore. It's just really windy. So you're not like snossage. No snossage. No more snossage. Snossages. So, so, so you feel. I mean. To me, that's a sense of freedom, huh? Yeah, actually, it totally is. It's like, you know, jumping on a plane, people get addicted to that stuff. It's like, uh, I consider mm. myself like a semi-adrenaline junkie, but adrenaline is very addictive. Really? Yeah. Well, how so? Um, I guess it's kind of like a natural drug. Uh, most people use other kinds of drugs or alcohol or anything else just to Wine. escape. Yes. Yes, Dario, you're two classes of wine, you're escaping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I was doing was, Kevin, I was trying to get into the podcast mood. You know, oh, like, the mood. You, see these, you see these shows on TV, you know, uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda. <laughs> Do they always have two <laughs> glasses? Drink. <laughs> Are they drinking on, on set? Uh, on, well, yeah, brother. Have you, yeah, there's a glass of wine. <laughs> I haven't here. seen any anyone drinking. Oh, Kevin. Oh. Yeah, listen. I guess we're not watching the same shows. No, no. You know why? Why? Because you're too busy jumping out of the planes. Oh. That's why. I've done it four times in my life. That's not my entire life. Okay. So, listen. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really into these scars on your head, man. They, they're, they're kind of fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's one. <laughs> what do you... <laughs> I, it's just fascinating <laughs> to me. It, it, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's that... You know how some people like weird stuff? Yeah, yeah. That's one of them. Yours is a, a scar fetish, huh? Yeah, yeah, yuck. So how much of that scar was radiated? Um, well, the actual scar is like hmm. the size of a grown man's finger or like... A, a midget's finger? A, yeah, a midget's. Or hmm. it's like four inches by four inches for anybody out there who knows like 
measuring. Inches. Yes. Anybody who knows yeah. inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the size of the head, the size of my head that they, they radiated was about the size of a grapefruit, like, but like an oval. And I, um, I don't know, I lost hair from radiation. So it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. I took pictures every week just to see the progression of my hair loss. Wow. But that was funny. Hair club for men, hair club for Kevin Sanders. Right. It's like, I don't know. I realized that they told me it, it was a possibility it was going to come out. Actually, it would. And I was what? like, oh, the first time, like, when I, I would lose my hair during this. Right. And so, like, one of the, when I started showering, it was probably like a week or two into it. Like, mm-hmm. hair was just coming out in my hand. And the scab. Um, yeah. Well, Ooh. they kind of, they waited. They waited like a month before they radiated, so I wouldn't have mm. like a, a tender scalp. Mm. So my tender, my head would be... Tender scalp. Yes. Mm. So my head would yeah. be more healed. Yeah. So what are you worried about infection? Um, I guess the, the only place the infection would happen is um, there was a drainage tube that came out of my head, and it mm. was like... Uh, there was like a scab that covered the hole and it was stuck it was on the longest <laughs> and it was scab. it was stuck on there the longest and when the, mm. i had uh my family doctor check it out he mm. saw it was infected and he was his scab doctor ah uh, he was just a family doctor he didn't uh he wasn't he wasn't um specialized uh, in scabs oh he was a family doctor yeah yeah he knew a little bit of everything i think that's what family doctor means Okay. Well, thanks, Kevin. Yeah. So he wow. he was in there and he was uh he started to, like tease. He called it teasing the scab off. It was Ew. like kind of flicking at Ugh. it or picking at it with tweezers. Ew. And I was like, man, that hurts. Well, if they call it teasing the scab, huh? I don't know. Just call it picking. Right. Well, it was like the he's, scab. He's picking with a metal a metal object. Mm. Maybe that's teasing. Uh, maybe so, huh? Uh, you know, those metal objects are kind of um teasing, huh? Uh sure. Uh, your fork and knife, do they tease you? Well, only I'm picking off my scab. <laughs> With your fork and knife. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? You know, this, this is California. What the heck? Right. Everyone does that out here. I forgot about that. Yeah, this is L.A., baby. But he said so, uh, he said he needed to cauterize it shut. Mm. And now the only way I knew what that word meant was like from movies when someone mm. uh, got their leg or arm cut off and they had to, they had to burn the wound shut to stop the bleeding. What did you watch, man? Uh, it seems like military movies or like, I don't know, when people are like, you don't have a medic handy or like a doctor around, they would just like mm-hmm. go put some kind of a big chunk of metal on the fire and then Could slap it on. it on your stump. <laughs> I remember when uh, I was young, we saw an episode of Little House on the Prairie, you know, that's before yeah. your time. No, no, well, it was the not. Mother, I watched that. Well, check it out. The mom cut her leg off. I don't remember because, that. Because, uh, yeah, she cut her leg off because there was no doctor. I think she had her leg caught in something, and uh, and um, Charles and the family they were out doing something, and um, she was home left alone, mm-hmm. and her leg was like jacked up, and she um, cut it off. Um, and so when they came back home, mom had one leg, <laughs> and she's wearing a bonnet. What the heck? Oh, it would have <laughs> been pretty bad if she had, she cut off her own leg. She did, Kevin. She did. Because Charles and, 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 and what's her name? Like, was it uh, like se- so severely infected? Yeah, she, well, I never asked her that. She cut her leg off in the kitchen with a knife, and there she was, 
Like, I don't just go around thinking I'm going to cut my leg off in the kitchen. Well, you're not Little House on the Prairie. I, I don't know how they did that back in the day. Ah, let's Google it. <laughs> Anyways, the doctor came out and he uh, he brought these little, they look like matchsticks. It's like, mm. he said it was like little chemicals on the end of like where the uh, the matches light the fire. And he mm. uh, he kind of, he's like, well, this is, this is going to hurt a little bit. And he stuck it what on the hole. He stuck it on the hole that was uh, where my drainage tube came out. And man, it sounded like it felt like he was using a lighter, just like burning it shut. But it wasn't fire; it was just like a chemical mixture on there. So you smelled the burning. Yeah, like wow. it smelled like really bad burned skin and hair. Like it, like it sucked. Like a, a sci-fi movie, huh? Yeah, something yeah. like that. If you've mm-hmm. ever burned skin and hair in a sci-fi movie, I don't know what the heck. California again. Oh, California. I'm glad it's I... Okay, man. What? Grasshopper. Mm. How do you know what burning hair smells like? And, and, and weren't you blacked out? Blacked out? No. Yeah. Like, have you ever smelled no. like, I don't know, like a friend who's burnt their hair off their face or a curling iron or something like that that's burned? Off their face? Well, check it out. I dyed my mustache and I burnt my, my face. With bleach? And, um, yeah, brother. I don't you know, know if that's the same thing. Oh, but it's, it's a burn. Yeah, but we're like talking like fire. Oh, you've never been sorry. like you know. I grew up in the Midwest, so a lot of people shot fireworks and and stuff around, and a lot of people blew stuff up in their face and like lit some hair on their fire, lit some hair on fire. Mm. Wow. So, where were you doing all this fire hair thing? Huh? Um, I might have lit myself on fire once or twice, maybe just the 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 arm hair. And that's why you're such a pro about this. Yeah. Uh, when they cut your yeah, that's what you it know. smells like. Okay. Anyways, he uh, is like, I didn't have any, you said I was blacked out. I was like, no, I didn't have any pain medication. I didn't have anything. I didn't just know, Kevin. It wasn't there. Wham. Bam. Burn pain. Hair. Done. Burn. And uh, I was like, man, like the only thing worse than that is like, I don't know, taking chemo on an empty stomach. Mm. Well. Yeah. What do they? That, that was worse. Much worse. Uh, I don't know. Did they say, Kevin? Um, you must eat before radiation or chemo. No, actually, they told me the opposite. Don't um, eat. Yeah. So mm. the idea was that the like the chemo would totally absorb. Mm. If uh, if you had any food in there, it wouldn't totally absorb. And I was like, it was like talk about swallowing grenades. Ah, uh, there you go. In the Midwest, did you uh, when they were burning your faces and stuff? Did you <laughs> throw grenades or something like that? No, no. I would have liked to actually. It's kind of weird. Isn't that cool? Though? Yeah, I would like to like hmm. shoot a rocket launcher or something. Boom. Yes. Hmm. Anyways, the uh, so. it's like so much pain. Like in hmm. chemo, um, they also gave me uh, I don't know. I guess so. I wouldn't puke. They gave me two different kinds of like anti puke pills, like two different strengths. One before, before and after. Um, Puking? No, it was right. it was more like. How I felt, like if I felt really queasy, I would just take a a strong one the next night. Or I don't know if I, if I took it quickly, I'd have to wait through like an hour or two of the whole watery mouth thing before you puke. You know what that what that's like? Well, you get the yeah. watery mouth before you puke. Oh man, why is that? Your water, your mouth waters and ugh. it's like it goes you, back to the story I told you about me um 
the MRI thing, um, puking on the doctor. Mm. Uh, Did you say you puked yeah. all over the MRI bed? Yeah, because yeah, I, I said the the diet that they uh, inject. Yeah, I said don't give it to me. <laughs> he gave it to me. I said I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf, and that blew right over the sky's nice pressed uh, uniform. Wow. <clears throat> I warned him. They they give you that stuff for a reason, don't they? So so they can like um, see better inside you. Well, Kevin, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a PhD or ABC. I just knew I, that I couldn't tolerate that blue stuff, so I threw up. I'm not a doctor either. I forgot to mention yeah. that at the beginning. You did. So you listened to my opinion, but mm. I don't have any letters, and I'm not a doctor. Oh. What are you? I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is your story, man. Yeah, man. And you know what's so remarkable about your story? What's so remarkable? What is that? It is that you are a survivor, man. I am. You are correct. You are. Mm-hmm. You're a fighter. I would like to think so, yeah. You are. How many people you know, well, you're one of them, but how many people do I know that really knows a person who, who, who survived uh, brain cancer? This is like a big deal. We've talked about this. Yeah, it's like, um, I've, I've always said I'm it's fascinated. like, one in every 100,000 people has a brain tumor. Yeah, but Kevin, how many people survive, man? That's a good question. I haven't looked up yeah. the statistics of that. Well, let's let's do that next time. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. But it's fascinating because you are a survivor. I am survivor, man. Yes, you are. Oh. And I'm proud you're here. Yeah, was a, I'm glad you're here. That was a cool show on TV. <laughs> did he have brain cancer there? No, he didn't. He uh, he did some cool stuff though. He went and trekked out on his own and like recorded everything by himself. Just like you, just like you. Um, in our previous previous pause, you said that you um, you you videotape yourself, right? Yeah. From the mirror. Yeah. So it was like I don't know. I said before I had surgery, mm-hmm. I videotaped my myself and like moving the right side of my body or the left side of my body, just so after. After mm-hmm. I got done with surgery, I could replay those videos to mm-hmm. hopefully tell my brain, like, this is, this is, if I can inject some information back into my head, this is how you move that side of the body again. So, you, yeah, yeah. That was very smart. Thanks. You're ahead of your time, man. Uh, I'm always a six step, step, st- a <laughs> six step ahead kind of a guy. Can you repeat that again, please? A six step ahead <laughs> kind of a guy. You're the, you're, you're back to Sally Sail Shell to the shiny seashore. <laughs> yeah. Six steps ahead. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, um Wow. You know, your story is exciting, man. You, uh, Thank you. It's like you killed two birds with one stone, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um mm. Yes. I do have a story for you. Um Tell I us. just thought about. Mm. Um so it's like my girlfriend at the time, yeah, we'd planned for months to go to this concert in St. Louis. Um, mm. I think it was like uh, six, uh, seven hours away. Right. And I'm pretty sure it was the Hotel Cafe tour. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was just Rachel Yamagata. She might have been the only one. Anyway, I, I, uh, I puked all night long the night before and got maybe an hour of sleep uh-huh. um, before the concert. And I told myself over and over and over, like, you know, I'm laying there by the toilet, like, 
5, 6 a.m. And I was like, I'm not going to puke anymore. I'm not going to puke anymore. And what happened? Well, I didn't. It was, uh, it was like going to be a six-hour drive, and we made it the entire way, and I ate a little bit of food, and um, just to tide me over, so I had something in my stomach, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I made it. Mind over matter, man. Wow. Uh, what, what happens if you would have puked? Hmm? I, I don't know. I just didn't want to pull over the road you know, every couple couple hours to puke, because not only is that waste time, but it's embarrassing. Well, who wants to puke? Huh? Puke. I, mean, I guess it's puke. different when you say you're on chemo, but it's right. still embarrassing for me. I know. Hmm. We waited in line uh, and saw them play. It was a great concert. Uh, after we went up, uh, we talked to the lead singer, and I thanked her, and she had the entire band sign a poster for me after I told her what I went through to get there. Wow. Um, it was a great concert. Had a great still time. Got the poster? You got the poster still? I think so. It might be still in Indiana. Ah, that was like one of the okay. highlights from my chemo days. Your poster signing? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it was in my apartment, maybe ten years ago. Oh, well, well, did it have puke on it? I don't think so because I didn't puke that day. I made sure <sighs> I made sure it was very pristine condition. You know, since the entire band and we we looked for so we looked forward so much to seeing this band, I didn't right. want to have any kind of anything on it. Pucateria, huh? Yes, none of none of the uh, none of the digested food on there mm. would be mm. ideal. Yeah. How exciting is it to have a band sign a poster for you and make you like the 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 um, concert boy? The concert boy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, you know, yeah. The honor. No, I was like, yeah, I'm sure like if uh, if it was, if the roles were reversed mm-hmm. and somebody came to see my show after puking all night long and going through chemo and stuff and driving six hours to get there, I well, mean, I'm pretty, I'd feel pretty special too. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely so, sign, sign whatever they needed me to. Right. Like, you're going to do books one day. You're going to do From Cancer to Courage books yeah a kevin sanders story i hope so i hope this is just the beginning um because my words are kind of poopy but um i mean speaking them but i'm sure i can come with you i can write better you're you're already along man you're right here you're along for the ride oh brother that's pretty cool you gotta promise you something what you cannot puke on me i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna puke anymore good not on chemo Oh, right on. No more chemo. Right on, right on. This is kind of cool, man. Um, Well? I also thought, like, um, we didn't cover, like, I know we talked about regenerating spinal fluid in the last oh, one. we did, huh? I think um, we did, huh? Yeah. But, like, we didn't. I didn't explain, like, what spinal fluid does. Okay. It's like, um, it's like uh, padding for your brain when you... Mm. It's like when you jump or bounce or hit your head on something, it makes your brain, it makes it so your brain doesn't bounce off your skull. Like a bounce house. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Something like that. So if you're inside a bounce house and you're bouncing around, it just makes sure you don't fly out of the bounce house and land on the cement. Because? Uh, because your brain is super delicate. And it make you make you snossage. Yeah. Your brain would turn into sausage if you rattled it around without that. Snossage. Sausage. Yes. 
it also uh, cleans your brain too. Brings nutrients mm. to it, removes waste. It's really good. Really, it removes waste. Yeah, who so said that? It's it's really interesting because like um, your your cells they mm. suck up a lot of blood, yeah, and they basically poop into your bloodstream. Yeah, it's like toxins. Mm. It's like and toxins. Like yes, yeah, like toxins. Yes. Yeah. The toxins <laughs> it releases. So like the, what. I told people what a tumor does is like yeah. it sleeps around too much, it parties too much, and it poops too much. Oh, it is, and, and something else too. Yes. What, <laughs> what is the, what is that something else? <laughs> you know, a roll in the hay, Kevin. A roll in the hay. Oh, whatever. Older people get that. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so hey, to explain know. that, that's like that's what a tumor does. It doesn't yeah. obey the cells around it. Multiplies too fast. It eats it's a no holds bar, huh? No e- holds bar. It eats too much, mm, and yeah. then it poops too much. Yeah. So, because it it requires more uh, more blood than mm. the rest of your cells. That's actually right. how they can see it in an MRI. Mm. Well, is is that without the the dye? With the dye, they can see. Mm. Um, um, the, I always have contrast with my MRIs. Oh, contrast, that's the word. Yes, and uh, with um, with contrast in there, they can mm-hmm. see where all the blood's flowing. Mm-hmm. So if the blood is gathered around an area... Gathered around blood! Right, that's, uh, that's a sign that you might have a tumor because tumors require more blood than other cells. Like people, huh? Yeah. Some people uh, require so much attention. Huh? Jeez. <laughs> the tumors. Yeah, exactly like people. <laughs> yeah. People that eat too much, sleep around too much, and poop too much. That's a different pod, man. <laughs> Some other time. Some other time. Some other time. Kids, get ready. So, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this baby up? Um, I've heard mm-hmm. that. I've heard that people want me to like. Uh, I've contemplated, yeah. like, say I sh- say I shave my head, or like sometimes I'll I'll go in water, and it yeah. look like I'm a like a drowned rat. You yeah, and it feels it feels really weird because everyone can see my scar and my my radiation, mm. but then some other people say I should just tote my scar proudly. Yes, yes, and just show it off. But it's mm. it's just weird because one side of my head it looks like I have a receding hairline, and the other it looks normal. That's Hollywood for you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I just need a I just need a, a wig now. Well. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, that's possible. Nope. <laughs> I can hook you up. Not happening. <laughs> no. I, I think you're great, Kevin. I think this is... Thanks. Uh, you are just... Do you think I should tote... Like do you think I should tote my scar around proudly? Why not? Why not? I do. Listen, I have a keloid. This guy jacked me up on my head. And I used to be like... I, I used to cover it with hair, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I said, what the hell? I'm going to shave my head mm-hmm. and um, wear it proudly. Because the keloid is part of me. You mm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then if you love me, you love the damn keloid. What the hell? You know? Yeah, so, I guess yeah, so. Brother. Like, I don't so, so, Go ahead. Tote it around, probably. The thing is, yeah. like, that scar is, like, it's lumpy, too. So I don't have, like, a nice, clean, smooth head. It's, uh, like, indented around that scar. Okay, man, listen, listen. Hmm. I'm listening. Yeah, what you got? I, I, I just say, listen. Anything you have, be proud of it. You know, I mean, seriously, for real. Um, 
all jokes aside, I work with a lot of um, sick kids with cleft palates and, and mm. club feet and just all this, um, these things. And they're the happiest people, mm. you know? Yeah. And if you love them, you love their conditions. So what I'm saying to you is, and everyone who's listening, told it, baby. Told it proudly. It's the and, thing. Uh, it's like I'm on the I'm in the gray area to where mm-hmm. like you can't really tell that something's wrong with me. No. You know, if I had like, I don't want to put anyone down. Like if it if I had something worse, if mm-hmm. or if I were in a wheelchair or anything worse, oh, yeah. like Little House on the Prairie, if they cut off my leg, it would be obvious, and I would tote it proudly. But it kind of just looks like I have a receding hairline. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, listen. You don't. You have a, a full, nice. Head of hair. They Thank look you. like a movie star. Thanks. People out there can't see me, but you can. Oh, yeah. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. No, no problem. Hey, listen. Let's wrap this baby up. All right. Um, I have... Uh, hey, do you have anything to say before you wrap it up? Like, um... Examples? Uh, before your words of encouragement... Encouragement. Like, one thing you can tell a person that they're really suffering with, what will it be? One person. If, if, if there's, I don't, I hate to say advice, but if you want to give a person, um. Because <laughs> you don't I give know, advice. Yeah, I don't give advice. <laughs> you know, like, don't drink and drive. Don't uh, talk with your mouth full. Don't run in the halls. What do you say? Um, I think. I probably when you say, jump on a plane, don't forget to pack your parachute. Yeah, yeah well, I always had a guy in my backpack it for me, so. Oh, see, <laughs> there you go. Privilege. Yeah, I was like, hmm. hey, you could do it too. Um, hmm. Basically, when it comes down to anything that's really important, right. do your own research. Like, right on. Don't listen to anyone else, even if it's a doctor. Hmm. Just like make sure you understand what you're going through and don't right. trust anyone else 100%. Yeah. That's all. Just do your own research. That's cool. That's really nice. Yeah. That's good. And that's that's the best advice or the best word you can give a person. Hmm? That's right. That's yeah. right. Hey, bring it home, baby. All right. Uh, yeah. So I am a great man of faith. Um, yeah. I don't know if I say it often enough, um, hmm. but I am. And in future podcasts, in, in this time in my life, um, I had... Um, I taken a detour away from God, but actually mm-hmm. this cancer is what brought me back to God. Amen. Um, so in that time in my life, I hadn't right. yet come around to God, but in future adventures, um, I actually tested God. And then the adventure after that, I spent 40 days alone with him. So, um, yeah, as mm-hmm. usual, um, I'll leave you with my life's verse. It's uh, Jeremiah. Twenty nine eleven, mm-hmm. um, for I know the plans for I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Amen. 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 <laughs> hey, this is nice, Kevin. This is nice and smooth, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> it's gotten a lot smoother. It's good. Uh, you know, this is like picking a scar. Yeah, except less painful. Te- teasing it. <laughs> hey, guys. All right, what do you people. Say, say goodnight. Yep. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Pick the scar. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.